Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 137. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. It's all or nothing, friends. You love this podcast or leave. (laughs) Big smile. I can't even say that with a straight face. Here's actually how I think about the podcast. Take what resonates. Take whatever encourages you to explore deeper. Take what creates a feeling of lightness in your life and leave the rest. The episodes that don't resonate, don't force it. Just move on. (laughs) Free yourself. Get what you need and move on. All or nothing thinking is what we're talking about, and it happens so often that many of us don't even realize it. It's fascinating to think about how many decisions are made from all or nothing thinking, and we're going to go into a lot of detail about it. Here's my working definition. Only seeing two options. It's this or that. It's stay or move. Take this job or that one. Either do it 100% or don't do it at all. That's our fascinating exploration for today. But before we go there, one announcement. The Authenticity, Courage, and Empowerment Conference for Women Physicians. We are five weeks away. In fact, exactly five weeks from today is day one of the talks, and they're going to be amazing. There's an awesome schedule that you can see, AuthenticPhysicians.com, and tickets are available for a few more weeks. All right, on with the show. So my dog sleeping in the background. <laughs> it's fun to have a life where he can be included in pretty much most of it. We're talking about all or nothing thinking. The timing of this topic, it's based on what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, what I'm coaching on, and what I'm experiencing too, all of it. I'm about halfway through a coaching course and it just occurred to me how much I've been pushing myself to be exactly like the teacher. If I can't do it that way, I just suck. I'm not doing it at all. (laughs) It's funny to think about because her style is based on her whole life, right? Every experience she's had, all of her professional growth, all of the teaching she's done. So like, of course, it's a natural and easy comparison. I'm seven weeks in. (laughs) Of course, I'm going to be doing it as well as she does and as comfortable as she does it. That's what my mind offered. If I'm not doing it like her, exactly like her, then I'm not doing it at all. And what I recognize now, that's all or nothing thinking. That's exactly all or nothing thinking. This default setting of my human brain, there's two options. You're either doing it or you're not doing it. (laughs) Fascinating, right? And what's super funny is that it's totally subjective. It's my opinion of how I'm doing. And if I'm doing it 100%. (laughs) I have to be here. I have to do it identical to her or I'm not doing it all. And I get a 0% failure. (laughs) Smile. This pattern is very human. It's we see what we want to see, or maybe we see what we don't want to see. We see what we have or we don't, who we are or who we aren't. There's only two options. That's all or nothing. We are all on the journey of creating more freedom and more fulfillment in our lives which means getting out of the habit of that default thinking and pushing our minds, shoving them sometimes into discovering or creating more rather than just living by whatever default is delivered. 
My default's not enough, not good enough, not smart enough, not doing enough. What else? My default's judgment, comparison. (laughs) I'd rather spend less time with all of that and more time with actually tapping into the gifts that are there to be shared and built up and amplified. (laughs) So building on that I'm either doing it or I'm not, we want to push beyond that. So what about some other options? This is what I've been thinking about. Oh, you know, maybe instead of judging myself as 0% or 100%, maybe I could just focus on one area at a time. (laughs) Maybe I could just let it be simple. One thing that I'm doing or one thing I can add, or maybe I could just focus on one element from this way of coaching and incorporate that. (laughs) Maybe I could even help the client notice something they didn't have awareness for before and add it to my style. (laughs) I'm still laughing about this. That certainly offers ideas, like there's more options than 0% or 100%. And boy, it feels a lot better. It's kinder. It's more compassionate. It better reflects what growth really looks like. That growth is an incremental process, not an all or nothing process. Can you imagine being in a vehicle that's either all or nothing So we're either stopped or we're going 80 miles an hour. There's no in between. That'd be really rough on the system. Here's another way that it might be showing up all or nothing thinking, I have to stay in this job or quit. Let's go back for a moment. I'm not sure that many of us would recognize this as all or nothing thinking. I think in the moment, it looks like these are the only options that are available. We either stay or we go. So consider that anytime you're only seeing two options, that's all or nothing thinking. And notice the feeling that it creates within you if you're only seeing those two options. So if it's stay in the job or quit, what feeling comes up for you? Even if you're not considering a change in your employment situation, imagine that you are now faced with this decision. You either stay or you go. Those are the only options you get. What's the feeling? Is it ease? Is it dis-ease? Is there a calm? Or is there this panic and urgency? And I ask the question this way to see what it brings out in you. Does it bring out an urgency? Does it bring out a restlessness? Or does it put you in a place of discovery, just simply being curious? Because you'll notice that curiosity doesn't rush to make a decision or force a decision that's not ready to be made. Curiosity says, oh, I wonder. I wonder what each of these options would be like. I wonder what other options are there. Because if there's two options, there must be three. And if there's three options, there's got to be four. And if there's four options, what do I like about each one? And how can I combine them to get closer to what I really want? That's curiosity. All or nothing thinking generally does not come with curiosity. So going back to the job. Stay. Okay, option one. Quit. All right, we got two options. Let's push beyond that. We want more than two. How about go part-time? That's option three. Take a sabbatical. Ooh, now we've got four. Change locations. Option five. Change work conditions like start working from home or part-time working from home. Option six. Change jobs within the same organization. Option seven. Take a leadership role. Option eight. Create your own job description and sell it to the organization. Option nine, renegotiate on what you will do or will not do. Option 10, you see how it works? 
It's not natural or intuitive for most of us. It's not part of the human brain. The human brain delivers. You get this or that. And we're working to go beyond that. A few years ago, I didn't know how to think this way or even know that most everything is negotiable. Especially now in the Great Resignation, almost everything's negotiable. Because good people are very difficult to replace. So all or nothing thinking. I like them or I don't. I want to be around them or I don't. I have to learn this 100% or it's 0%. (laughs) You'll notice all or nothing. Yeah, there's something that likes to tag along. Enoughness. Am I doing enough, being enough, sharing enough, working hard enough, showing up enough? So notice if that's there for you too. How do you recognize it? So all or nothing thinking doesn't prance in the room and say, hey, this is all or nothing thinking, by the way like a big parade. So how do you identify it in your life? There's a sense of urgency around it. There's only two options available. There's discomfort associated with either option you're considering. So something doesn't feel right. Something doesn't seem right. There's a sense of unease and people have an opinion on what decision you should make out of those two decisions. (laughs) Those are all ways to recognize it. So if we go back to the job, look at the quality of those two options. The stay, the go, it's coming up for a reason, right? If this is you, you're thinking about it. So people who love their jobs, who have fulfillment from them, who have purpose and meaning, they're not debating on do I stay or go. There's something about the job that isn't right, isn't resonating, isn't aligning, whatever it is you want to say to describe it. And maybe in fact, there's something terribly wrong. Back when I was a full-time hospitalist and I was being told that I have to see 20 plus patients per day, staying felt terrible and leaving felt terrible too. And those were the only two options that I could see. Here's what my mind delivered. Aside from how unhappy I was seeing that volume of critically ill patients, my mind also delivered, don't forget about your mortgage and how big it is and all those other monthly expenses that you have. And don't forget that you have a no-compete clause and there's nowhere else in town that you can work. And don't forget you don't want to travel or do locums again because then you'd have to leave this city. Oh, and remember, all you wanted to do was be a hospitalist. (laughs) Well, let's see. Why did both options feel terrible? Because they came with all those reminders, right? The history, the what I don't want. And it all seemed like something I didn't want. So piled on the struggle were reminders of the past and scarcity about the current situation and what the future was going to look like. Scarcity about, scarcity about our financial situation. So of course I didn't see other, any other options. We were determined to figure it out though, and we did. <laughs> we pushed past the obstacles and challenges to find an option three and an option four. And then we made the lifestyle cuts so that option three and four had a viable chance. I didn't realize at the time what was happening. Maybe there's something in your life where you're only seeing two options that you don't like going on. Consider that that is all or nothing thinking that's happening. And here's what you can do about it. That's the good news. You can do something about it. You can call it by name. You can slow down. You can take a breath, like fully expand your chest, stretch the diaphragm to start to calm down your nervous system. Because that's what's happening. The nervous system is active, 
right? Our mind is perceiving lots of threats, lots of things that we don't like. So we just want to calm that down. And once you notice that, okay, your breath has slowed, your nervous system has calmed down some, it gives you the opportunity to own the situation rather than be owned by it. You can own it. You can start to say, this is my experience. This is mine to own. This is mine to create. I'm taking control of this. Find the language that speaks to you so that it really does feel like I'm back in control. This isn't happening to me. I'm creating the road ahead. And from that state, push yourself to find an option three. Even if it seems crazy, write it down. And then an option four. And then an option five. And this is all thinking outside of the box. There aren't any rules to get out of all or nothing thinking. So you can phone a friend. You can talk it through with someone. You can help, you can ask somebody, invite somebody into your experience, help you discover what more options are and believe them. (laughs) What often happens is, no, that can't happen. No, I can't do that. No, that's not going to work. That's what happens. And that's just from our fear state, our scarcity state. So talk it through with somebody, phone a friend. There are no rules, which means you can create your experience however you want. And you can play with some prompts too. So here's some that I use. If I could do anything or have anything, okay, what would it be? If I could do anything or have anything, what would it be? If this was my favorite person, what options would I come up with for them? So if this was Craig, what options would I see for him? If I wasn't scared, I would fill in the blank. If I wasn't scared, I would. What I'm working towards is. So get back to seeing that bigger picture for your life. This is a minor blip in the radar. Whatever this is, whatever you're focusing on, whatever the all or nothing thinking is about, this is just a minor blip in the grand scheme of your life. So getting back to what I'm working towards Or you could also say, I'm on a mission too. It's my passion too. And then fill in the blank. Do you see? We're just playing with words right now to see what speaks to you. So you can get back to who you are. You can get back to what is calling you. So that you're making decisions moving forward from a place of strength. Two more prompts. Two more times to play with words. This situation can help me buy... This situation can help me buy. And finally, if I saw this as a gift, here's what the gift is. If I saw this situation as a gift, here's what it is. All we're doing is looking for openings to get back into the center of who you are so that you can function from a place of strength rather than a place of weakness. When I'm working with clients, I ask, okay, what's another option? Even if it doesn't seem realistic, what's another option? If you didn't have to know how to do it, what's another option? If you didn't have to think about what other people are going to say or how they're going to feel, what's another option? We just play with ideas to create those openings to get to a place of strength because the strength is on the inside. It might be buried, but it's there. All or nothing thinking comes up in this way too. It has to be right or it has to be perfect. And if it's not, then we can't do it. It's not perfect if it's not right. 
So here are some examples. It has to be right. Every possible detail added and the explanation given on my medical decision-making on every chart. (laughs) Every problem the patient brings has to be addressed. Every problem brought to me has to be solved. Every dish has to be put away and all the kitchen has to be cleaned up. Everything is in its proper place before I can sit down to work. (laughs) That's all or nothing thinking. It comes up a lot in marketing too, as you can imagine, right? Marketing is selling. Doesn't have to be cheesy selling. (laughs) In fact, I don't do cheesy selling. That's my personal opinion. (laughs) Perfection comes up a lot. The message has to be perfect. It has to flow. It has to inspire others. It has to come easy. It has to work. It has to drive traffic to my site. It has to get a bunch of likes and a bunch of comments. And it really has to change lives. I don't know anyone that creates that. There are no perfect materials. What I do know though, is that there are people who start. So work shared with others, a message shared with others, that's the opportunity to help people. And that's how we learn. I've tried lots of things in my business. I'm still trying lots of things to see how they work, how they engage others, what becomes possible. So what becomes possible in an hour? How much traction can we get by trying this? What if this? What if that? How does this resonate? What happens if we do this? Back to all or nothing thinking. Consider that it's a default setting of the normal human brain. We can only see two options, especially when something's happening that we don't want. I don't want this job, so it's stay or go. I don't want to live here, so it's stay or go. I don't want this relationship. It's stay or go. And that's all or nothing. So the approach to consider, smile. (laughs) Smiling helps. Take a deep breath. Thank your brain for delivering two options, probably both you don't like. (laughs) Pause. Don't buy into the urgency. Reassure yourself that there is time and there are more options and ease your way into creating option three, and then option four, and reassure yourself if there are four options, then there are five. Don't want this relationship? Stay. Option one, go. Option two, have an open conversation around the problems of the relationship. Option three, obtain help for both parties in the relationship, like mediation, therapy, coaching. Option four, Look at what is happening within you, like explore your experience, therapy, coaching, something else, option five. Take a break, option six. That's six. Creating more fulfillment and freedom starts with recognizing how you are thinking and how you're creating your own experience in real time. It's simple, maybe not in the beginning, but once you start recognizing it, you'll start to see more options. And then you can point out options to other people too, even during the difficult times. You can start to see it for yourself during the difficult times and not force yourself to make decisions based on only two options that you don't like or only two options when that's all you can see. You get to create your own freedom and fulfillment. And it starts with what you allow. So what you allow to come through you, what you allow others to share or offer you, 
what you allow in terms of time to experience whatever you are, to calm down your nervous system before you push yourself to make a decision. Here's the great news. When you create more freedom and fulfillment for yourself, you offer it to others and you can show them and teach them and guide them through the process of creating it for themselves. So you give yourself an incredible gift when you allow time for your nervous system to calm down, when you allow your mind to focus on additional options or answers, and that gift is renewable. You can do it every day, multiple times a day. You can renew that gift. There are very few decisions we make that are life or death and must be made at this moment, even as a physician. Here are the steps again of what you can do when your mind delivers two options or pushes you into all or nothing thinking. Smile, call it by name, slow down, take a breath, allow your chest and your diaphragm to stretch. Own it, whatever's happening, just own it. I'm creating this, I'm taking control of this, this is mine. Find the language that speaks to you. And then push yourself to find that option three, even if it seems crazy. And then option four. And then option five. And then smile. Like you've already accomplished so much. Smile again. Smile at the beginning. Smile at the end. You can smile in between too. (laughs) You're not limited. But really smile. Savor the moment because you've accomplished so much and chances are you're already feeling better. You're seeing more possibility. You're feeling more hope. You're seeing that this really is yours to solve, to move beyond, to create something from it. One day at a time, one step at a time, one internal experience at a time. That's what an unstoppable life looks like and feels like. I'm sending you all so much love. I will see you again in two weeks. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.